Alright, back on live. Let's let's get let's get Amin into the room. Every time I just gotta figure out how I'm gonna do this. Amin. Hey. Hey Agatha. How are you today? I think you're in the room. You can see. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my friend into the room. This is something we are working out. That's good. Tell me, what time is it in Slovakia right now? I literally just woke up. I'm kind of like just getting my coffee. Is I mean okay. <laughs> uh, get this one day. <laughs> oh, hey, Larissa, nice to see. Well, here we see see you, I guess. Um, what time is it where you guys are, by the way? Just let me know in the chat. Like, I literally just got, I literally just woke up. So, um, that's why I am like this. Okay. How do I get, so I'm just trying to get my friend on and like, this happens every time. Okay. Alright. Thanks for your patience. Ten forty one. You need to be in bed. <laughs> oh hey. Hi Andrew. Nice. You're you're on. You made it. <laughs> yeah, it was like my phone was like doing this cranky thing and it was I couldn't because last video when I rewatched part of the live that we did last time. Yeah. I show up before I realize that I'm showing up, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know right now if I was like visible and I didn't know if it yeah it's, okay I, I had actually like like three people on another live I, I started on mine because I thought we were going to do it that way maybe so I, I asked them to come and follow the live here so yeah thanks guys <laughs> that's nice so we're not all alone yet no it's nice it's good like um and did you hear you can actually get four people on the live, I heard, like, I heard you say that in in your story, but I didn't know that actually. Yeah, like like literally, if anyone dares to come on, they can come on. But that's so cool. That's so cool. So I had um, no idea. Nice. It just makes that it more interesting. interesting. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody wants to uh, take advantage of that, it will be interesting. Yeah, and we're not gonna go for like two hours like last time. Like, or we'll do half an hour max. Like, or whenever you, like I. Yeah, I'm sure we all got things to do. <laughs> I'm thinking 30 to 45 minutes. That's what, that's what I can give totally. So I'm good. Yeah, yeah. like I love, we just had so much fun. Like, you know, when you have so much fun in life, things just. Yeah, it's that momentum. <laughs> so we were just chatting about we took, like. We took oh, a mutual yeah. sip. <laughs> we took a sip at the same time. That was like synchronistic. <laughs> 
just uh, <laughs> um, just and, and that's like what people with similar vibes do, right? Like I'm yes. sure you in your consultations, like you're like yeah. move to the side, like how are you going? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, like it, like I'm glad you're doing this live with me again because we were just chatting in the chat and like obviously like messenger and you said that you were really keen to talk about a guy called Neville Goddard, which I don't know much about actually you. Um, and he's done. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm, so, I'm so excited to like start, you know, showering you with this stuff. So, sorry. Yeah, continue. Like, I, I mean, I've heard about it from friends and I read like quotes and stuff. <laughs> Great to hear it from someone that's probably practiced it for years and someone that's maybe read the books <laughs> instead of like one-liners but quotes help right like there's beauty and simplicity and not overcomplicating it so what like how can he help me how can you make my dreams <laughs> well, what, is, what is what is a book right it's just basically uh, like a whole bunch of quotes stuck together so <laughs> if you read the if you read the quotes then honestly you've probably gotten most of the material but so yeah like it's funny because People who study Neville's work, I feel like it's this, like, small, like, percent of, not really small, but relatively small percent of the whole law of attraction community, let's say, who, like, some some are real purists, and they'll say, all you need is Neville, everything else is unnecessary, right? And um, I totally get why they say that, but I'm not that way. <laughs> like, I know that Neville's work contains 100% everything you'll ever need, however, we live in such an abundant world of so many resources that I love to just like, you know, read all kinds of um, teachers, old and new. And cause it's all the same stuff. And it, it, every, it always helps to approach what we want to manifest from different perspectives. But um, <clears throat> so in a nutshell, I would say that the, the difference or it's not really a difference, but um, the difference in approach maybe of Neville Goddard's teachings, as opposed to like, let's say Ibram Hicks, is Neville's work is based very strongly on imagination and faith and feeling itself. Like um, the feeling of I, the whole I am thing, the whole um, just how your imagination is God, like straight up. That's just what he says. Like your imagination is God working through you. So, um, and that's not different from what I think Abraham, what Abraham Hicks teaches. It's actually the same thing but people like to sometimes say it's not because the wording is different but as you know Andrew right words are just energy and everyone words mean different things to different people so sometimes they don't like hearing it in different terminology but <clears throat> it is the same thing and and so a lot of people see direct Neville's work as very direct because whereas you have Abraham standing in front of a crowd usually when we you know you're either reading an Abraham book or you're watching a workshop let's say right sure and the book is, is direct and then the the workshop, oh, it's like it becomes addictive because you like you hear the question and answer sessions and you're like, oh, I want I need, I need to watch the next video, the next video, the next video, and that's so great. What what it does sometimes for people though, it it makes makes them confused because we watch so much of it and there's so many people asking questions that Abraham answers questions based on that person's vibration, right? So sometimes sometimes people might say, oh, but Abraham answered the same question differently in different scenarios. Um, that's because the person was 
aligned with a different answer every time, like every time it was asked. Yeah. And, and whereas we have Neville, who's like this, like old teacher who he's no longer alive. And I mean, the, the physical, you know, deliverer of the information is no longer alive. So we have books and lectures and, and it's just more like a, it's like a resort. I seem like an encyclopedia of this stuff. So you can just like look it up your specific question and um, you, you kind of go directly to the, the, the answer and the practice to do without all the other people asking him questions at the same time, if that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. I think we can really get overwhelmed with too much information when all we want is just how do I get what I want? And so would you say maybe for people that don't have a lot of time to go through a lot of material or have tried many things, maybe Neville is someone to look at, whether it's law of attraction or whether it's like mindset or faith or something alternative to conventional religion, which is, you know, works for some, doesn't quite work for, for others, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, another thing I'd like to point out is that Abraham, all they talk about is God and they say that, but they'll never use the word until someone says, hey, how come you never talk about God? And Abraham's like, that's all we ever talk about. We just don't use the word because it throws you people off, you know, and uh, which is very good and very needed. I think Neville, he straight up says that what I do is I translate the Bible for what it was meant to mean. It's like okay. basically the mysteries of the Bible, like all the ancient secrets, you know what they, they call them. But they're, you know, and, and a lot of people say, oh, that stuff is not a secret anymore. It's out. Right. And, and they even like pick on Rhonda Byrne for calling the secret the secret because it's not a secret. But honestly, it kind of is because people so many people are like it goes over the head or they just don't like get it or they don't have to get it. It's fine. But it is. Therefore, it still remains only accessible to a small part of the population, even as like kind of mainstream law of attraction has been going for a bit or trendy or whatever you want to call it, the amount of people who actually like really apply it and, and, and um, see how it is the basis of our entire lives and how it's where our power lies as human beings. Um, yeah, it is still a secret to a lot of people because they think they know it because they heard about it, but, but they don't actually get it. So um, I don't remember where I was going with this, but yeah, so Neville uses, will direct, will use direct Bible quotes, which are like, for me, like, shakingly scary how you realize that holy crap <laughs> and yeah. pun intended you know like i i know a lot of like i actually understand what the bible means now like this all this mystery of like existence and like what they were the things in the bible that didn't make sense because we're, people are reading it as historical um like as historical drama now we realize that okay neville's actually interpreting interpreting it metaphysically which it, what it was written as in the first place and it's not a historical drama, it's a psychological drama. So it's all metaphors. Like um, he says how the, the apostles all represent states of mind, like, well, we might call them emotions, but they're states of being. Um, so one is doubt, one is faith. Well, it just, it, it's kind of specific, but the cool thing is you don't have to know all that stuff. If you just read like one chapter of a Neville book, you could yeah. immediately apply it to anything you want. And um. Awesome. Yeah, it's just like direct, I don't know, gold for most people. But if they have like an aversion to the word God, then then they're probably not going to, you know, want to grasp it. It depends right. on the reader. Okay, so maybe... Yeah. Let you talk. No, no, that's 
that's really great actually because some people might actually believe in God and then they want to add something and they feel that maybe like law of attraction is a bit woo woo or it's kind of separate to what they're doing and like having too many teachers, too many cooks spoil the broth. Um, okay, so let's let's take a common so say like I want to generate more income or money in my business, for example. How would I use how would I use Neville? So for Abraham Hicks and even let's say Von the Bond. And guys, if you know any of these people we're talking about, just to make sure that we're on the same page, like or if you don't, just like say yes or not really <laughs> in the chat, just so we know, because yeah, we're just talking <laughs> other stuff. So okay, so if I want to generate more biz like business, more money in my business, how would I apply these like principles or teachings by Neville Goddard? Really okay, quick, so like, there's method. Yeah. My my personal like my personal go to is self self concept. So I just go straight to becoming or being the version of me who already has that successful business. See how it's not different from Abraham, but it, it focuses less on soothing and more on getting straight into that me who is what Neville calls the new man. Cause in the Bible, there's a reference to the old man, and the new man. What that actually means okay. is the old, the old you is the version of, of you who didn't have what you desired Yes. this particular desire and the new you the new man is the you who is now already uh living the thing that you desire and it's no big no biggie you know what i mean because they you know how abraham says it's as easy to manifest a castle as it is to manifest a button so it with that with incorporating the ease of that you can go straight into the heart of it and and neville's big on the state akin to sleep and this is something i think is a major difference because um Okay, anything that you want to feel yourself into or work on your thoughts, like the state akin to sleep, which is basically your theta wave, brainwave state, right? You know all, all about that, I think. So, um, yeah, you just go into that state as you're drifting to sleep, and you can you can do it on purpose as like a nap in the middle of the day, like just sit in a comfortable chair and get really drowsy. Um, not, not not drunk, but I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I was like drunk. Yeah. Just like like calm yourself relax your body until you're on the verge of sleep almost and then condense your entire desire into one small phrase or one word like your successful career for you think think about how it feels how does it what does a successful career feel like to you a successful career feels like, like the level that you want right now that <laughs> So the feelings, of course, you know, they'd be, you'd be satisfied. You go to bed happy that you have control of your destiny, but also that you, you basically, you, things just feel right. There's no resistance. And I, again, let's put it into simple terms. You basically, you're just happy. You know, there's no overthinking. Everything just feels right, to put it simply. So whether that's to to you know to go on holiday whenever you want or whether that's that's to buy whatever you want or that's to retire your parents like that's really all there so what does it feel like for me what does it feel like, like to retire your parents what does that feel like yeah it feels very it feels like you are you 
you're giving something back to them that you couldn't when you were a child, for example. You're so how does the how does the how does the Andrew who's already retired his parents? How does he live his life? Like what? Like so Neville says, um, don't think of your desire. Think from your desire fulfilled. So now you Andrew have retired your parents. You're going to sleep with ease. You're going to sleep feeling accomplished. You feel very natural in your power. You feel respected. You feel appreciated. You've now retired your parents, and you're falling asleep as the Andrew who has already retired his parents, and all his family members know that if they ever need anything, that that you got them. How does that feel? It feels really. It feels liberating. <laughs> I think that we're always. Well, I'm speaking for everyone. I can't speak for everyone. I, I like to cram a lot of things into the day. I do a lot for my, for myself, for others. Um, obviously, when you run a business, you you still even if you work for yourself, you're still obviously depending on how much you care about people. You're obviously tending to people as well. So all people and your colleagues. So yeah, you feel free. You feel you feel free. So, let's just keep it at that for now. Yeah. You used you used the you used an important word. It was it feels liberating. Liberating. And that's actually what Neville calls the law of actually natural law. He 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 condenses it to one word and he calls it the law of liberty. And so he calls it the law of liberty because it is incredibly liberating. It is it's our it's our natural. It's our natural essence, our natural state, our natural way of flowing as energy in this life. So once you um, allow yourself to to contemplate, because there's this thing where <clears throat> there's a verse in the Bible that says when you go at night, um, you know, lay down and, and contemplate and think of the things of your desire, think from your desire. So what you want to do is that you want to linger on, just like Abraham says, no, yeah. no, there's yeah. nothing new here. Linger on the things that you want as though you already have them. And <clears throat> there's an element here which I love, I love to focus on because some of, so many of us are modest and and humble, you know, and and you know yeah. that makes, <laughs> you know, that makes us actually desirable people for a lot of people to be good company. However, don't let your modesty and and being humble stand in the way of um, going after your exact ideal desire because we we tend to like um, maybe minimize what our desire is because we think well we want this but let's yeah. start with this or or let's I'll be happy if I just have this you know or or this is what I really want but I can't see that happening so I'm gonna take it down a notch and just try to see myself do this yeah, yeah. so um, Insta biz coach is agreeing. So yeah, like you can't um, you can't keep minimizing your desire and, and not admitting to yourself and l allowing yourself to fully um, accept what your true desire is. So like there's a word that comes with that. It's brazen impudence. Like so, be bold and go all for it and forget how it's going to be done because there's we're not responsible. Our our reasoning mind is not responsible for figuring out how things are going to happen so don't even try to think that you're going to know how it's going to happen you know yeah. don't even think that it could happen like this could happen like that sometimes it's fun to think that way but it also makes you kind of nervous sometimes right because you think well 
it could happen this way or this way. And then we run out of ideas of how it could happen. So we think then it must be one of those ways. And then we yeah. try to look for evidence of those ways. But, in, you know, it, God says, my way is not your ways, right? And that's not God outside ourselves. That's our higher self. That's our yeah. source energy that we, that we're, we're, you know, extension of. So yeah. um, just like, to be like so bold to be like, I may be like, you know, driving a, I don't know, you know, the term, the Pinto, Pinto, I mean, driving a Pinto now, it's falling apart, but, yeah. you know, I want this car, whatever that ideal car is for you, you know, and don't settle, don't settle and be like, well, maybe I'll, you know, be able to afford the lower model of the car I want, you know, or, or maybe, um, maybe I'll get the, you know, instead of, if I want the luxury line of like a certain car, if I want an electric car instead of like a Tesla or something equal to that, I'm going to just, you know, be happy with my Prius or what? Not that one is better than the other, whatever. It doesn't matter. But if you have a specific desire and this goes for not just material things, but relationships too, obviously, and for well-being, uh, you know, you, yeah. you, you, you don't want to think, um, I want to be, I want to, I want this like amazing relationship with this person who meets my, emotional physical and spiritual you know level of stimulation right um yeah and then you know they have everything but like one thing really bothers you about them you know and we're like well we should be happy we should just be happy that they have so much already that we can't really be picky but the funny thing is that when you're aligned with having your full desire then when they show up um we don't even notice their flaws like anything that would have bothered us before it doesn't show up in that package because we're so, we were so focused on feeling um, the the greatness of the relationship that we become like so whatever about just like how you want you would want someone to be with you right because they see how amazing you are they don't even notice the things that you don't like about yourself sometimes like oh why do I do this why do I do that they don't even notice it or they'll just think it's funny you know or endearing. <laughs> You know, I talked a lot, didn't I? I'm just thinking about what you said, actually, because some of, yeah, it's it's nice the way you put it. And i just like to summarize a bit of that, I guess, for people that just joined. So using Neville Goddard's teachings to manifest what you want to happen in your life, whether, like you said, relationships or, um, you know, increase business, um, for your business, increase, you know, your money flowing to you, keep it simple. You, use some use some visualization techniques especially focusing on how you feel and then i love this next part part okay well i love all the parts you said having faith so faith is a really really like it's a slippery thing sometimes for some people it's like when i we talked about this last time i won't go into big detail but i see i see that in the physical world hasn't happened yet so how am i gonna feel good about how am i gonna feel good about this and how am i gonna go forward and pretend that it's all good when it's not can't you see <laughs> can't you see and yeah. and um and then we're saying that you know keep it simple have faith like and be be brave to dream right like it, it big no exception so use the car example i think you like teslas i'm, I'm feeling you're a tesla girl like <laughs> not an apple car but or something it's one, of the car, it's one of the cars i like yes <laughs> <laughs> you're like they're really cool actually they they self Apparently they self-drive some of them, so um, I personally like to step on it. But I like that's why I like the Italian cars. Anyway. Oh my gosh, you like Italian cars? <laughs> yeah, I love German cars too. But um, I don't know how we're talking about cars now. But um, 
hope you guys like cars because they're no, no. ones. They they tend to be more like manual driven and they're but yeah. from my car knowledge. <laughs> I'm speaking like a car aficionado. They they require a bit of more maneuvering and they're a bit like louder and the German ones are more like ease of one's the driving experience and one is the sort of like um yeah. make it easy for you the German efficiency sort of thing. So um if we have any Italians and Germans in the Houses. <laughs> yeah, please speak up and tell tell us your uh, opinions on that because that's funny you mentioned that. My my boyfriend has um two two um vintage well classic Alfa Romeos. Uh, one is a nineteen seventy four um GTV two thousand, and then the other is a nineteen seventy nine. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Look, I call it the cockroach. Sorry, I love the, I love the seventy four one. I don't like the seventy nine one. It's like black and it looks like um, not that I have a problem with, with black cars. That's cool too. But just the shape of it, it's so like eighties, you know. And um, but yeah, he loves that Romeo old Alfa Romeo cars because they have they have that passion they have that uh, heart in it yeah and he loves driving them so for good for them and that's right like they you use the word passion like they love that stuff and and whatever works for that person right may not be they're into cockroach you're not <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I love I love his 1974 GTV 2000. I think it's like a beautiful, beautiful car. It's it's so tiny and it's so like the lines are so beautiful and uh, yeah, it's 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 a that that's my preference. But yeah, I, yeah, Italian cars. I, I'm all for that too. Oh, awesome! That's good. Um, but yeah, winding it back or coming back to what we were saying. Um, so yeah, it's so important to dream big. I I really, it's a huge thing in like. Tony Robbins, any kind of self-development you guys have probably heard of that are watching because we often shortcut our dreams. So what I mean by that is we make dreams, but deep down we think it's, what's a nice word? I was thinking of another word. Like it's not realistic. And that's where you're really going two steps forward, one step back. Or in some cases, you're probably going, I would probably say two steps forward, two steps back. Because you're telling people and you're telling the world like, um, yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm, I'm gonna really lose that weight. I'm gonna be like super, the best role model for my kids or whatever. And, but deep down you're like, yeah, I've got, I'm tired after work. That ain't gonna happen. That, that, and I think it's like, and it sounds good, right? When you're, when you're telling people, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I've done this with news resolution. So, so I've seen, and a really cool thing if I, I'll just quickly share is um, actually one of my mentors actually shared this with me as well. You make goals before the end of the year. You make resolutions before the end of the year, before the year starts and you make 30 a day for 14 days. So it's about 420 goals. So I wrote down 400. I actually fell short of 420. I think I've got like 300 and something. But after that, I was like, you know what? Like I'm a happy man or, if you're a happy woman, like, yeah, I don't need yeah. more. You make all these goals, like anything from really small to really big. Like, I'd like to be able to mow the lawn once a day. No, I don't. Like, I don't know why I thought about that. Or whatever. I like to collect 10 pot, pot plants and, and make sure that they survive until the end of, <laughs> end of the year. And then you make these goals. And then what you do is you narrow it down to the top 20. And then when you have the top 20, you know that those goals are the most potent and the ones that matter most. And you can actually categorize them as well. So you might make like 
five categories, I won't go into it. And then you put four into each one, like family, uh, finance, business, love, uh, I don't know, giving back to the world, self-development. And then that means that your goal is not only potent and, and really emotional to you, but they cover each area of your life. Because to summarize, if you're like, all your goals in say money uh, and self-development, you're probably neg neglecting your family. And then if they're all in family, like you can see when you've made them, then they're probably neglecting like food on the table. <laughs> so oh, maybe, so hope that makes sense. And, and, and then you can draw your vision board and visualize from there. So basically you've got the 20 goals and you know that they meant a lot to you. Then you can make your vision board or like photographs that remind you of your goals from those goals. Um, and I find that really helps with visualization. I hope it helps you guys. You probably might've heard of, probably heard of it before. Um, but I guess it ties into what you were saying about dreams and goals it makes it a lot easier. So, yeah, where was I going with that? So if you, if you've, okay, so you've visualized how it feels. So we were talking about that. Is there anything, is there anything like that you can do to maintain that feeling? Like say you're feeling really good or you can imagine your new man, as you said, or new self, new woman, what do you do from there? Like, is there much, is it, can I, can yeah. I go home after that? <laughs> well, what happens is that, um, Neville compares it to Neville or jo was it Joseph Murphy or Neville? I don't remember, but yeah. they compare it to riding a bike. So at first it's going to be really wobbly because you're, you're not used to seeing yourself as the person who already has accomplished that desire, who's already living from that desire. Sure. So it's going to like, I compare it to like riding a horse more because what I've never ridden a horse, honestly, but like, I imagine like when you're oh, riding a horse, when it's familiar a horse that like, you're really you're barely like holding on especially if it's the first time i've seen people drive riding a horse it's very very uncomfortable because they're, they're not used to the horse the horse is not used to them you know so i call that a state okay that's a state of being okay so you're getting onto a new state of being the state of being is i am now um i've, I've retired my parents okay i am the armine who has retired my parents and um what is that? That's a state of being that I'm entering. I'm trying to feel from that state, right? So it's basically a horse I'm getting onto that feels very unfamiliar at first. And it feels fake. It's not for me. This is not my horse. What am I doing? Why am I even trying to ride in the first place? It's throwing me off. I, I don't, I'm going to hurt myself here, you know? Like, so those are all the emotions that we kind of feel when we're, <laughs> when we're first trying to get into a state that we're not familiar with. But the key here is the feeling of naturalness, right? You want to achieve a feeling of naturalness. So if, if the horse throws you off even, what do you do? You get back on that horse because you know that that's the horse that you want to live your life with. And that, if that makes sense, like that's your horse. Like you want that state, you want to retire your parents and you know that if you have that desire, um, well, another thing that will says is that the, the, the dreamer in you is God and your desire is God's word. So you, it's like you're meant to do whatever desire comes through you because that's kind of our, our, our guidance in the first place. It comes through our desires, our pure desires, because when you know what your power, where your power lies, then you naturally want the things that will benefit you and all those around you. So um, whether you're comparing it to riding a bicycle or riding, riding a horse, what happens? You fall, you feel uncomfortable, you get back on because you know that this is your horse. This is your, you know, 
this is what you're doing. You want to think from this state. So whenever, you know, you get wobbly, you start to feel like this is so not me. I'm not going to end up like learning how to ride this bike. I'm not going to, this horse does not like me, whatever you're thinking, get back on, get back on, get back on. And what happens? Eventually the ride becomes less wobbly, right? You start to understand each other and you and the animal start to understand each other. And, and you start to not, you start to, um, I guess you call it vibe together. <laughs> like literally like that's what it is. Like you start to understand each other's bodies and movement and, and um, guess what? Before you know it, you're like galloping across a field and it feels great. And the wind is blowing through your hair and it feels amazing. So um, that is what, that is what the focus is. So people think that faith is, this, is, is a thing in, a, in of itself. Like we have to adopt this thing called faith. We don't have it and we have to get it. But faith is something that we actually have, that we all have since, you know, when we were children, we naturally had faith on, you know, it's just that we've covered it with crap all these years because we bought into things that people have told us about how, well, if you want this, you have to figure out how you're going to get it. You have to, you have to make sure you're not too greedy. You have to make yeah. sure that, you know, you're, you're um, being responsible and you're not being delusional. You have to make sure that, um, whatever, whatever. There's like a million things you could put in that thing, that, in that blank. So, so yeah, it's actually that faith is very simply the absence of doubt. So if your doubt is not your not our natural state, faith is our natural state because we're always having faith in something like, like Abraham would say, we're having faith in, um, Hey Jerry. Um, so we're having faith in either the thing desired or we're having faith in the thing, the lack of the thing desired. So faith is never absent in our lives. We're full of faith all the time. It's really just a matter of, um, are we going to um, invest our faith into what we want or the, you know, the lack of it and worrying about it and not appearing. So yeah. you don't have to worry. The, the beauty of all this is that you don't have to buy into it right away because when you first have a desire, obviously it's missing from your life and it's going to feel weird to imagine having it at first because you don't have it. And the whole point is not to try to believe it but to just practice the feeling of it. And that kind of takes a load off. Like, Andrew, I think you would really like, you know, get that. Like, cause I, I like to see it that way for myself. Like, I don't have to believe it right away because belief is not something you just switch onto. It's something that you practice. Like you just practice the thought, you practice seeing through the eyes of the you who already is living that life until it becomes some on some level natural. And that means that it's already penetrated your subconscious mind. And before you know it, evidence will start showing up from all over the place. And that reinforces to you that you're doing something. Nothing happens by accident. I love that. Uh, yeah. That's great. And, and how long did it take you to build up that belief in yourself? I think we touched on that you've obviously had some challenges in the past as have we all um, and you've obviously yeah. gone back on that horse um i love that analogy it's so much more finesse than the bicycle go ride the bike and you know the horse fantastic wind blowing through their hair i love it yeah yeah and, and it's it's funny because like you once once you know how to ride a horse or honestly like even yeah. some some horses from what i understand from what i've heard is that you have you know, you have to get familiar with the horse you're riding kind of every time, like at least for like a few seconds or a few minutes, every state that you try to occupy, 
um, every state of being that you're trying to occupy is going to take a little bit of adjusting. And that's, we should expect that because it, it would be weird if all of a sudden, if we want something and then that's unfamiliar to us. And then all of a sudden we're like, yeah, that's done. And we're not going to have any doubt or, or worry. It's, it's natural. And we should just expect it at that point. And once we expect it, we're not resisting it anymore. And it kind of um, goes, you know, dissolves really quickly. But okay, <laughs> sorry, quickly to answer your question. Yeah, it was, I, 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 we all build our faith on these things. Like we build our confidence in our, in our manifesting based on subject. Like my first subject that I was able to do this with was relationship. That's, that was the big thing for me that, you know, it was the center of my life because I was married and I was not, that we were not for each other. So once I, I realized that my entire life naturally fell into place in a way that I didn't have to push. I didn't have to specifically decide anything, everything. I just had to identify the feeling of how I wanted things to be and everything molded to that. Everything kind of fell into place. So once I, I saw how that happened, then I was able to focus more on, on, on money. And that was harder for me. Money was a lot harder for me because when I got divorced, um, it was through my own choice. And, yeah. and, and the family I was divorcing from, like, I was a very like low, low maintenance, easygoing, like daughter-in-law, I guess you'd say. But so, so, and very kind of shy and reserved in a way. Um, so I, they didn't think I'd actually leave, I think. So, and when I did part of their, part of the pride coming up for them was that, well, you know, you're going to have financial problem. You're going to have financial trouble now because, you know, it's not going to be easy for you money wise because most of the income was dependent on our yeah. son or you know yeah and and but i knew so much that you know i was meant for something else at that point and i couldn't serve the world if i wasn't in my you know right place for myself yeah um so i i did it anyway and I, but i did have that fear like i i absorbed that fear that they that they kind of put out there of like oh like you're gonna have trouble financially now because you're gonna be on your own you know pretty much so sure. um that took a while for me to realize that actually um there's an amazing quote by reverend ike and i actually saved it for uh, if i don't know if jerry's still here jerry are you here yeah he's here um we were doing a clubhouse yesterday and um i really wanted to mention a quote from reverend ike that someone reminded me of and like i had it pulled up on my ipad and now my kids have the ipad right now so I, don't, I can't pull it up but um it was basically that thing that like there's i'll i'll paraphrase it <laughs> yeah, yeah i'd love to hear it. yeah so it says um <clears throat> He said something like, there's no such thing as poverty, only only people who in that moment are not recognizing the, the abundance of God within them. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. every, so yeah, yeah. It, that's really what it is. And just like how we were saying earlier that faith, we never have a lack of faith. We're always having faith in something. It's just a matter of are we covering it with doubt and are we choosing to have faith in the lack rather than faith in the abundance of what we want. So. Sure. We have all that stuff. Like, like you and I are like we're like kings. We're kings, queens, all of it. Um, Florence Google Shin says, um, you know, one of her students used the the affirmation, I, "I am the daughter of a king. All my needs are met." You know, and that's true. You know, I am the daughter of a king. You are the son of a king because yeah. what we come from are are um, actual ancestral, like not physical, but you know, um, spiritually, we are source energy. We are the children of God, right? We are that we are that same dna um so i i should basically it's a uh, yeah you know, i have no need to feel 
lack unless I just choose to feel lack because I, I have that habit. That's it. That's that's sublime. So I love to take away from that that you are powerful. You are really well, first of all, you're the creator of your world, but you have everything that you really need. And in a sense, all these teachers and just the conversations is just a reminder to everyone, even ourselves sometimes, we learn a lot by teaching um, that you're powerful and it's easy to forget, um, you know, now, well, obviously with what's going on, it can be distracting for people, but that's really great, isn't it? You don't need to go out and um, find maybe look within release resistance let let go you you already have it it's wonderful and and to hear your story as well like thanks for sharing it's obviously um you said it quite um in a very like modest and in a very matter of fact way you know what i mean like it was a very this is what happened and this is what um and then obviously their reaction was something personal to them like it was just them being scared that, you know, again, I'm not going to talk on behalf of people, but that uh, previous link, because whenever we are with people, we form energetic bonds that was, yeah. that, that was going to be lost. Uh, and, and you, you pick yourself up and you, you, you really like a Phoenix <laughs> or they're like a Phoenix. You, you were always a Phoenix. It was, it was it, honestly it's more like when you leave something that you know is not for you whether it's a career or a relationship or you know the the feeling of physical not well-being even you know when you decide to walk away from that and be like you know what i don't have to suffer like if i'm like if i feel like i'm suffering in any way then guess what the people around me are suffering too because like abraham says like the best thing you can do for the people around you is be happy like be and you you have to be selfish to that extent so that you can be of any value to other people because if you're not in touch with that source energy that you are then yeah. then what are you really bringing to other people like we think we're we're serving others but if we show up you know low vibrating low then what is the point of even trying to help anybody because we're just meeting them where they are you know you yeah. want you want to reflect who you want to be, so that everyone will you know take an example. Um, Jerry, his I, I don't know if you're familiar with Jerry and his and his work. Um, so he's here under human imagination, and he's he's actually like very well versed in Neville's works. But um, yeah, like he knows about all this stuff. And I wish we had more time. We could have brought him up here, but it looks like our we worry went over our, our time slot here. But sure, yeah. yeah. Let's um let's connect and no, it was really good um let's um so to I think that's that's a really good sort of point to round off and um I really like what you said about teachings and keeping it simple like there's nothing super you ought to go through this twenty step manifestation <laughs> process to get and change your mindset it's you know wow it's like people before they even start they, they <laughs> sort of and yeah so one thing one thing anyone listening could do right now and like there's people that have maybe even tried this stuff for many years and and, and they've just not found it work for them like what would you say to them like what's one thing they could do right now i love putting you on the spot because <laughs> there's so many things i want to say but like yeah i'm just, I, I guess i'm going to end up saying whatever most like whoever's like watching this replay or whatever is going to be a little more aligned with and I, what's coming to me right now is um, 
yeah what's coming to me right now is just be easy on yourself like chill out like oh. it's okay <laughs> like don't be hard on yourself sure. and, and, and it's, not, it's not just me being nice saying that it's because if you're hard on yourself you're actually like sabotaging yourself <laughs> we sabotage ourselves by being hard on ourselves and that builds more tension so just like chill out relax like the whole point is to feel the way you want to feel because you will attract exactly what's a match to the way you feel period so it's that's another level of self-care it's like it's just if you want to if you're totally stressed out and you're so tense and have so much anxiety then like just take care of the way you feel first and let yourself without the evidence you know even if like your house is a mess <clears throat> that's not a personal thing at all I'm saying right now. You guys can't see behind the camera. Even if, you're, um, <laughs> even if your house is a mess, you're, um, you know, you have all this stuff to do. You have piles of papers that need to be filed away. It doesn't matter because all of that is only a reflection of the chaos in your mind. And if you're, if you can take care of the way you feel, as in like, just chill out and relax and it's okay. Like, it's okay. Uh-huh. And, um, and don't beat up on yourself. And then that's like, I think the opening that opens the channels for allowing yourself to actually know what you, where you want to be. Wow. Beautiful. Love that. So guys, if you like what you heard, go follow me. Um, I love that. Hope that you all have a beautiful, wonderful, prosperous, imaginative day. Um, thanks, Alicia. Thanks, Jerry. Hopping on. Appreciate yeah. you all. Thanks, guys. And yeah, uncritical eye, absolutely. Just like, it, it, we, we tend to be more critical of ourselves and of other people. And it's just, there's no reason for, for being critical at all. Just observe, you know, step back, observe, and make the changes needed. It's not that complicated. We, we, we make it complicated. It's not. Keep, keep it lovely and simple. Thank you Bye. so much, Andrew, for this. Appreciate you. Thanks, thanks for letting me babble on. Oh, what did you say? Thanks for letting me babble on and on. Because... Oh, right. No, love it. Let's be relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, I appreciate you. Bye. Bye, guys.